You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. In today's episode, I am discussing foot position when it comes to leg drive in the bench press. I get asked quite often, hey, Coach Ben, what is the optimal foot positioning for bench press so I can maximize my leg drive? All right, is it doing the toes back deal where your heels are elevated? You see a lot of people tuck their feet when they, they bench press. Is that the best way? Is it how you usually show us leg drive with your feet way out? You know, that's how I personally bench. I have my feet way out. Or is it somewhere in between where you have your feet flat to the floor, but maybe you're closer to the bench? Is it perhaps that? What is the answer? All right, and I'm here to deliver the answer to you guys. All right, the answer is, if you're talking about the best foot position, the best foot position for leg drive, The answer is, drum roll, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you have your feet tucked back, placed in front, placed wide, placed somewhere in between, placed south of the border, placed north of the border. It don't matter where you put your feet, (laughs) all right? It doesn't matter. What matters is you put your feet in a place that works for you. Okay, there's no one-size-fits-all to foot position and leg drive. There's just not. Everyone's going to be doing something a bit different that works for them. Why I went to feet out wide, it had nothing to do with leg drive initially. had zero to do with leg drive initially. It was because I was working in a shirt, and when you're in a shirt and you're trying to do toes back, nothing against it, but you could be wobbling all over the place, left and right, teeter-tottering, because... If you think about, you know, if you're a tripod, you got this heavy-ass load up top. You don't have a solid wide base. I mean, that weight can kind of take you anywhere. All right? it, can, it can wave that towel around. You need to have a nice, wide, solid base. I had so much more stability when it came to shirted benching when I put my feet out wide. Again, it had nothing to do with how much force I was able to put into the floor. I felt comfortable doing the toes back. I always, that's how I, I uh, really worked up my bench is with the toes back, heels up. All right, I had no problem doing that at the time. Now would be a different story. <laughs> my hip flexors have gotten a bit tight over the years, so I ain't getting back in that position too easy right now. But that's what I did for a really long time, and it worked well. And then I really started pushing the shirt a bench, and I realized, hey, it didn't work so well. Something else worked better. It gave me more stability, and that allowed me to put more force into the bar just because I was able to control it better. And you're really more relying on the pop of the shirt in that scenario than you are really pushed through the floor. You know, I'll go on record and say leg drive is kind of overrated in my opinion. The ones looking to really maximize the hell out of their leg drive are lifters in which have bad patterns of sink and heaving or they're trying to time their leg drive because they're relying so much on using their leg drive to throw and thrust their bodies to get the bar moving that's who i find cares a lot about what they're doing in terms of maximizing leg drive 
Other than that, you're really just trying to put an end cap on a positioning. So you're getting into this arch position, and then it's kind of like if you shuck up a bottle. All right, pretend you, you shook up a bottle, the top is open, but you put your thumb on the top, right? There's a lot of pressure now built up inside that bottle. If you were to release your thumb from the top of the bottle, everything's going to come flying out. All right, and that's what happens in your setup. You get into a good tight setup, a lot of pressure built up. Everything's pushing back onto your traps. If you release that pressure from the end, well, there you go. Everything collapses. It all releases. All right, and that's what leg drive's doing. It's acting as that end cap. And that's easier said than done because as that weight's coming down and your positioning wants to collapse, especially if you're working in a shirt, you got to think that shirt wants to slam your body to the bench. Your leg drive is what's opposing that, what's resisting that. So, yeah, you need to have force in that, right? But overall, I'd say leg drive is highly overrated. I mean, it's super important for holding your positioning, but then in light of actually being able to create more force through the floor, uh, I think it's highly overrated. All right, so wherever you put your feet, you're accomplishing the same thing. So it's really just getting at what you do best. All right, are you super quad dominant? You know, I've worked with athletes who you can see it in all their lifts, their squats, their deadlifts. I mean, they're very quad dominant. They get great push from the floor with their legs. All right, they aren't posterior chain dominant. They're not primarily breaking the floor with hips and hammies. They want to use their legs. That's their strength. So you can see when it comes to bench, it's just normal that you're going to see athletes like that. They're going to follow into their strong suit, which is putting their feet close together, close to the pad, and creating more of a leg extension type leg drive. Is that wrong? No, not at all. All right, could you experiment with other ways? Maybe you could become more efficient with that. Uh, maybe you could get more out of a wider stance or toes back. Yeah, maybe you want to play around with that. You know, things change over time depending on what you're doing. Like I said, I went to shirt of benching. I changed to a uh, feet out wide type of a leg drive. All right, that's what suit me better for what I was doing for my goals. But you can see everyone's going to play into what they're stronger at. If you have the hip mobility and you just have tend to have issues with your butt lifting off the pad, a lot of lifters are just going to find they're going to feel better creating good leg drive with their toes back and their heels up and driving the heels down to create that tightness in the chain. All right, as for me, I like to have the feet out wide. Some athletes like to do that too. It does tend to help depending on your structure with keeping your hips down. Because ultimately, you want to be in a position where your knees are lower than your hips. Meaning then, if you were to glute bridge up, which is essentially what you're doing when you lift your hips off the pad, then you can't really go anywhere. Because if your knees are lower than your, your hips, then you're looking for hip extension, and you kind of already max that out. So when you're in a wider stance, depending on your structure, that kind of puts you in a position where you couldn't really lift your hips up much if you wanted. Um, and if your feet are in closer... If you have a smaller structure, you have smaller legs, that works well because you're already kind of there. All right, now you can use the power of your quads. I'm not saying, I never want to say that that's inefficient, doing leg extension type leg drive. I've done videos in the past explaining the benefit of going to a wider foot position. I think there is more benefit there because I would take the glutes and the hips, I would take activation and tension there over just relying on the quads any day. Because I do think there's a huge benefit in be able to use a powerhouse, which I say is the hips. Talk about any lift, powerhouse is the hips. 
All right. That's the biggest muscle we have in our body. Quads are the longest. Hips, though, are going to be the powerhouse. They're the biggest muscle. All right. They're going to be our prime mover. All right. So I'd rather use the hips when possible. So that's why I usually recommend a wider style because you can relate that more to squatting. All right. As opposed to just sitting on a leg extension machine doing a leg extension, we're going to be a lot more powerful when we can get our hips involved. Like when we're squatting, we open up that stance a little bit. We turn the toes out a little bit. We can drive with the power of our hips. We can think knees out and create that tension. Keeps us tight up the chain. When you do feet in close and you leg extension, then you're relying a lot on the quads. Plus, you have to find stability elsewhere. You have to be able to squeeze your hips. All right? You got you to gotta continue to squeeze your ass. You can't let loose there. You know, you got you to gotta stay tight there because the whole chain needs to be tight. Okay, so you got to do things a little bit different. If you bench with toes back, again, not a bad thing. Do I think it's efficient? Certainly not for shirted athletes. I think you're really giving away a lot in terms of stability, and that's one of the biggest factors when you're talking being in a shirt or a slingshot or a ram, anything like that. But is it efficient for getting the job done? Yeah, I think so, and I think it's great for those with longer limbs to be able to keep their butt down more efficiently. Because it's going to drop their knees below their hips, ultimately. If they can get into that position, more power to them. You've seen some really big benches with that type of positioning. All right, nothing's wrong with it. Gets the job done. All right, so, you know, at the end of the day, what's the best foot positioning for a strong leg drive? It doesn't matter. I mean, you could get away with a lot of different things. You just have to be able to make the proper adjustments to utilizing um, force in, in that spot in the right way, all right? Knowing that if you're going to go toes back with your heels up, you need to be able to drive your heels down. That's going to really light up your quads, all right? That's how you're creating that leg drive. You're not pushing through your toes. You're driving down your heels. If you got your feet flat in a similar style, close to the pad, you're doing a leg extension away from the floor. And if you put your feet out wider, you're driving your knees out, and you're driving away from the floor using your hips. So no matter what you do, ultimately, you're going to do what really fits you better as a lifter, and there's going to be ways in which you can efficiently do that. So none are better nor worse when it comes to executing leg drive. Overall, I think leg drive is highly overrated in terms of actually putting force into the bar. It's really about capping your positioning. What gets the, the bar moving off the chest should be the lats, should be the loading of that system. All right, Not the legs, but the loading of that system. The legs act as the end cap. So I think we just have to change our thinking overall, really, of what leg drive does and is. All right, and that will help a lot of us as lifters. Okay, but... There you have it. The answer, another unfavorable one. A lot of people just want me to tell them, yeah, freaking toes back. That's the way to go. <laughs> That's not what you're going to get here. There's many ways to do similar things. And that's what I think a lot of people, they always tell me they appreciate at my bench clinics. They appreciate that. You know, I don't tell you this is the way you need to do it. And then therefore get everyone to do that one thing. I make it clear there are many ways to do the same things and we're going to find what works best for you. All right, what you've tried before, let's try this. 
you know, we're going to find what works best for you, not just this is what you need to do, do this. All right, there's a lot of ways in which we can create tension, think about cues, do all that stuff, and execute a good bench press. So keep that in mind. All right, everyone, I appreciate you tuning in. Hey, all I ask you, share with a friend. Please share the podcast, IG stories, share it, uh, you know, wherever, Facebook. Uh, let someone know, hey, the BenchCast, Coach Ben's got this great podcast on bench pressing. All right, that helps me reach more people. That helps me influence more lifters. And that's what this podcast all about, spreading the word, spreading the gospel of the bench press. I appreciate everyone. Thank you for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.